Nobody covers your team like our team. This is the Sports Cage on the Mighty 620 CKRM. Welcome back inside the Sports Cage on this Thursday for Extreme Hockey. End of an era. Jason Degelman passing the puck off to Donnie and Tarrington. Extreme Hockey and Sport. New owners, same goals. Proudly serving Regina and its community for 35 years. Barney Shankaruk, Sharky, Craig Adam, and Ryan McNally joining today. We talked basketball. We talked football. Now let's talk hockey. And we are going down to Salt Lake City, Utah. And Sam Farnsworth of KSL TV in Salt Lake City. Sam, when I emailed you saying I wanted to talk about this, you must have been like, where the heck is this guy emailing me from? <laughs> oh, no, I mean, not necessarily. Look, I, I, I am not a geography expert when it comes to Canada. I will, I will openly admit that. But uh, all, all you had to say was Canada. And I was like, okay, we're good. This is a... Uh, you guys are the hockey experts up there, and uh, we're we're wanting some of that down here. So let's do this. <laughs> All right. So the story goes that it's Utah Jazz owner Ryan Smith, and he wants an NHL expansion team in Salt Lake City. The way I've started reading things is the talks have been going on for a little bit here, but then it was kind of made public, I guess, and things you know are all over and. Uh, it's a buzz. What can you tell us, and how long have you known about this? Well, we've known that Ryan Smith has wanted a second major professional sports team in Salt Lake City. We say second because uh, no knock against Major League Soccer, but, you know, the big four is the NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL, right? And, and uh, with the NBA already here and he uh, having ownership of that team now, uh, it's been a couple years that he has openly said that he wants a second major pro sports team here. And then immediately the thought was, okay, well, it's not going to be NFL most likely, a little too small of a market for that. Which would it be? Would he pursue NHL or MLB? And, um, you know, he, he openly announced that he had some other uh, investors joining that ownership group that would be able to help pursue that team. So the money is there. There's no doubt about that, that the money's there. He's been very willing to spend money. Um, on even a new hockey-specific arena, um, if he was given the green light that we were that that Salt Lake's going to get a team or anything like that, um, and then there was reports, uh, you know, about a yearish and a half to two years ago, where where um, he had apparently met with Gary Bettman in in New York, uh, somewhat privately, I guess, just just to let him know, hey, if anything comes down the pipe. I'm interested. And it was just kind of left at that. Well, last year in the Stanley Cup playoffs, I actually tweeted right at Ryan Smith. I didn't expect a reply, but he's very active on Twitter. And he did reply. I, it was, I can't remember who it was. There was like a triple overtime game. And I, I uh, replied saying, Ryan Smith, we need this playoff excitement. We need Stanley Cup playoffs here in Utah. And he replied with just two words. He wrote, in motion, and that kind of set the trigger here in Utah. That oh my gosh, he's serious about getting an NHL team. And then obviously, more more recently in the last couple of months, where he publicly said, "Hey, I want the NHL. We're ready. Bring expansion to Utah because I've got an arena we can use in the interim until we build a hockey specific arena." And um, and he's got the money to spend, and he's ready to roll. And I think fans here would be 
just super eager to welcome an NHL team to Utah. That was that was actually one of my questions that I wanted to that I wanted to put to you, Sam. Where's the community on this? Does he does he know he has that support? And secondly, does he actually own the arena they're in right now? Would he would he want to build a second one both for NBA and NHL? Two great questions. Um, uh, I'll, I'll answer the arena one first, really quick. The, yes, he does own it as a part of the purchase of the Utah Jazz. The arena was owned by Larry H. Miller, the Larry H. Miller Group, and so they sold the arena with him. Uh, two, it's not the greatest hockey arena. It was built for NBA and for other other similar events. You know, it can have a great concert in there. You can have a rodeo in there, which they've done. You can have the monster trucks come in, whatever. But it's just they they host every year um, for the last several years, and, and the, the agreement was just extended to host a preseason game uh, with the L.A. Kings. Um, called the Frozen Fury is what they usually play out here. And you can just tell when you're in the arena, you know, it's still the great hockey uh, product that you expect, but the arena is just not quite built for it. The way they have to kind of move some of the seats back and everything, it it decreases the capacity that you could have in a hockey-specific arena. You could still have a solid, you know, 11, 12, 13, 14,000, something like that in the arena. Um, but it's just not, you know, the sight lines aren't all totally there. But it would be a good interim if that, you know, look, I know there's a lot of talk about what's happening in, in Phoenix and in Tempe with, with the Coyotes, right? This arena would be better than what they're playing, and I'll just say that. But um, um, so that, that answers that question. As far as the fan um, engagement and excitement for another pro sports team, Look, this is a very sports-hungry market. It's been a big college sports market for a long time, an NBA market, obviously. But it's uh, it's one of the fastest-growing states in the United States. It's got the number one economy in the United States. And people here, they just want it. They want pro sports. They want, they're passionate about their teams. They take ownership in these teams. They want teams that they can get excited about and get behind. And I've had multiple people respond to me about my kind of pro-NHL in Utah tweets and comments saying, hey, uh, Sam, come on, you know, let's have baseball here or something. I'm like, you need to go to an NHL game. The people who are telling you that have never been to an NHL game. They might have been to a minor league game. We've got a minor league team out here. They might have been to a college game, and those aren't terrible, but it's not the same as NHL hockey, especially NHL playoff hockey. You go to one of those, you'll be bit by the bug immediately. I don't care who you are, and you will just be ready to jump on board with an NHL team. On the um, heels of that, I, I, uh, on the sorry, but on the heels of that, it is, because played in the States, a bunch of guys, in, you know, buddies, hockey on TV and hockey live, absolutely two different things for Americans. Yeah. And it doesn't matter where you go, Phoenix, whatever, right? The live hockey game is one of the best sporting events to watch, especially an NHL playoff game. Watch it on TV. A lot of them are absolutely lost, but we we take it for granted. But if you sit and watch a hockey game on TV, it is hard to follow. Mm-hmm. If you don't yeah, know, yeah, one hundred percent. And and I, I agree. I agree with you one hundred percent. You know, I grew up watching hockey games, and and uh, you know, I, I would get into them usually once it got to the playoffs when there's a little more on the line. Uh, which I still think is exciting, even on television in the playoffs. But you're 100% right. In person, live, when you see that speed up close, when you hear the noise, when you, you know, those skates on the ice just moving as quickly as they are, um, the, the slap of the puck, uh, the, the, the physicality of the game, you know, there's just so much to it 
that you don't get conveyed to you through the television set. And um, when you get when you get a good fan base to start to build a tradition behind a team as well, which I know that takes a few years, but once you get that behind it as well, the atmosphere can just get electric. I spent I spent uh, 13 years working in uh, Colorado, and I covered a lot of Avalanche games. And I'll tell you what, that fan base they do it right, and and that's a, that's a great atmosphere. And I just think um, Utah fans they'll they'll get a taste of it soon enough if a team gets here and I think they'll jump on board real quick. Yeah, Sam, I just wanted to expand on that culture a little bit and, you know, it's been over 20 years since, you know, Salt Lake, you know, hosted the Olympics. I would, I don't want to go back to that gold medal game, but Canada won that. But uh, that being said, <laughs> is there, <laughs> you know, and it's been a long time, over 20 years, but, and the hangover is certainly gone, but is there that memory of Salt Lake fans that say, hey, look, we had the Olympics here and this was absolutely fantastic and this is what we want this is what we need i've been to colorado i've been to denver you know for for nhl games and that place i was at a playoff game a couple of years ago when they were playing the oilers oilers ended up losing got shut out but that atmosphere was electrifying and that culture how how do you get that culture back and and describe the the hockey culture a little bit in salt lake if you if you can for us yeah, yeah. I mean, it is it, it is definitely a winter sports market, right? And and the Olympics kind of stamped its claim on that. And since the Olympics were announced before 2002 in the in the late 90s, once they were announced that they were coming to Utah, the winter sports scene re- scene really started to take off. And you know, it was it's always been a great ski uh community out here. And and you know, that's that's doing just fine. USA skiing's been based in Park City for for decades. But since then, uh, just on, on the general Olympic sports winter sports scene, the growth all across the board has just been astounding. It, it's it's taken off, and I think hockey um, has seen that growth as well. Maybe not as much as some of the other sports, but it has seen that growth because they did build a new arena uh, about 40 miles south of Salt Lake that hosted some of the Olympic games. And in that arena, they still uh, it's still in great shape. It's still used for a lot of youth. Um, youth level, high school level, and even uh, collegiate club level hockey games down there, and um, and then you still have the arena on the west side of of the Salt Lake Valley uh, where the minor league team plays, and that minor league team again, you know, I I don't get super excited about minor league hockey, but when I'm in that arena, you still get a little bit of that feel for it, the, the speed and the physicality that comes with live hockey, and there is a strong fan base for that team. Um, so all of that will carry over, I believe. And with the pending uh, expected announcement of the 2034 games coming back to Salt Lake, I think that'll just increase, you know, it, it'll kind of slingshot that excitement. If you, if you kind of, if Ryan Smith is able to kind of, um, you know, parlay whatever agreement he can get, if he can get an agreement with the NHL to bring a team here with that Olympic announcement, uh, you put all that together and the excitement, I think it just, they, they kind of play off each other a little bit. Um, but I would imagine Again, I, I just maybe I'm just speaking because uh, from my own personal experience, but I'll tell you what, I still remember the first NHL game I went to, and ever since then, I've been a fan. I think, you know, Salt Lake in area, you're looking about 1.2 ish million people, so not huge, but how far, mm-hmm. how far, maybe give us some context on how far would people do you think travel to watch an NHL hockey game in that area? Because, you know, there is 40 plus home games would would you have a lot of people traveling from around the state 
Yeah, one hundred percent. So, <clears throat> the Salt Utah is a, a, a unique state where the metro area. Um, you 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 could probably drive for the northernmost part of the metro area, a city called Ogden, uh, Utah, just north of Salt Lake, all the way down to Provo, Utah, which is about forty miles south of Salt Lake. That uh, that drive, if you went north to south, you're talking maybe about a two-ish hour, you know, north to south drive. That's where probably two point seven or two point eight million of the three point two million people that live in Utah live. Wow. So there's a majority of the people are within striking distance of downtown Salt Lake City. And you see the Jazz, and I know it's a different sport, but the Jazz, they sell out. Uh, they've sold out every game for five or six straight years now, you know. And so people, they will find their way to the arena. They will find their way to the game. It's not like it's, you're going to have to travel very far. It's a mm-hmm. simple drive to, to get to a, a game. So I don't think that would be a, a hang-up at all. Is youth hockey growing in that area? It's beginning to grow. And, and announcements like this, that, that's one of the things that Ryan Smith hopes to um, kind of implement with with a potential announcement. If they are able to officially announce an NHL team to Utah at one point, he wants to grow a youth hockey organization. Uh, the, the Utah Jazz have the longest-running youth basketball organization throughout the NBA market. It's called the Junior Jazz. It's been around since the early 80s. And they, it's, it's thousands and thousands and thousands of kids every year register from all the way from, you know, kindergarten grade all the way through the highest levels of high school that, that can play in these leagues. And, um, and they help develop, but they're, it's also just kind of a wreck thing. He wants, he, he's kind of expressed a similar vision for hockey here in Utah if they get an, uh, an NHL team. There are youth hockey leagues here, yes. Uh, it's not super popular yet, but if it becomes more accessible and if there's something that I think kids can, can relate to and envision by seeing a pro team and saying, I want to be like these guys, then I think that helps it grow as well. And then last question. I know you don't have a crystal ball, but you know, just you as a sports reporter and, and everything, and I'm actually a big uh, Arizona Coyote fan, and I hope they get a new rink there. But at what time do you think this charade might stop and the NHL says we have no options but to move this team because they're not getting back into Glendale, they're not going downtown because the Suns hate them. At what point do they say, you know what, we got these guys that want a team, Let, let's just move this a little bit north? I, I think the longer it takes, the the worse it just gets, right? And, and you know, <clears throat> excuse me, the 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 Coyotes ownership believes, and they they want to believe, and apparently Gary Bettman says he's got a belief in the ownership group uh, that that something will get worked out there. Well, the fact of the matter is, is the residents of Tempe voted down a, a new arena already. Um, you know, it, it just feels like the fan base there doesn't want to help them get into a new facility. And if that's the case, how are they going to get there? You know, and, and um, so don't let it drag out. That's just, that's just my opinion. Don't let it drag out, whether it's Salt Lake, whether it's a different market, don't let it drag out. There's other hockey hungry markets that are ready for a team and and that can provide these players with actual, you know, professional quality uh, training facilities and arenas and locker rooms and, and all the things that they need to be able to be at their peak as well. And so if, if, if this thing drags out too far into the off season, I think that's just not good for the Coyotes and not good for the NHL. Sam Farnsworth, well, now you can check off your bucket list box that you were on a sports show in <laughs> Saskatchewan. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Sports Cage, my man.
I love it. Thanks for calling, guys. Appreciate it. All right, on Sam Farnsworth, KSL TV in Salt Lake City. Very intriguing look behind the curtain. We'll talk about it when we get back. It is the Sports Cage on this Thursday for Extreme Hockey on 620 CKRM.